Hi, welcome to the Vegans Fitness and Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 10. I'm the muscle deficient vegan here with the protein deficient vegan. You want to say hi? Hi. Hi. So this week we're going to talk about uh, vegan myths, misconceptions, hesitations you might have when trying to go vegan. Uh, it's still Veganuary, so a lot of people are still, you know, poking around trying to understand what it maybe means to go vegan or uh, maybe switch to a plant-based diet. So I think a lot of these things are probably things that people think about or hear maybe if they talk to people about uh, being a vegan. So we're going to try to tackle some of these and you know have a little bit of a conversation about them. Yeah, it might even be good if you are trying out Veganuary and you're getting a lot of these. Yeah. So uh, jumping right in, the first thing we have uh, is the myth that all vegans eat is rabbit food. So there's a big misconception that a lot of vegans basically just eat like salads, literally bowls of lettuce for whatever reason, maybe just vegetables. Um, but everybody needs <laughs> actual protein in their diet, even if they're not doing a high protein diet. So a lot of the sources are really going to be things like beans and lentils were the common ones, but our style is to kind of do the more high protein stuff like tofu and seitan. Yeah, and this is a big problem like if you're going out with friends and they're picking restaurants that only have like maybe one vegan option and that vegan option is just a salad, you kind of run into it at work functions and stuff too. For some reason, people don't seem to understand like just because I'm vegan doesn't mean I don't also need things other than lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the times the vegan option is just take everything off that's not the lettuce and vegetables and it's uh, not very helpful for anybody really. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty wild because at work a couple years ago, um, we were doing strike coverage. So we were probably going to get locked in. And so the preparations were happening and they were sending out the menu of like, here's what you can expect since, you know, you can't leave for two entire weeks. And I was like, there aren't vegan options. What is the vegan option? And I hear back that oh, well, the vegan option is going to be a bowl of mixed greens for lunch and dinner, but you would need to bring your own dressing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no words. Yeah, that's like <laughs> very generous <laughs> to let you pick your own dressing. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can bring my own dressing. It was wild. So I started like stocking peanut butter. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was like stockpiling peanut butter and like... <laughs> you know, if we knew then what we know now, you probably could have made some high protein dressing for that. Yeah, but, I could have, you know, but it would have only lasted like four mm, days because yeah. it has tofu. Yeah, still not ideal. <laughs> it was pretty nuts. Yeah, but anyway, most vegans, even vegetarians, not a big fan of the bowls of lettuce and other things that are considered rabbit food. That's not really how we eat. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I don't even consider that, like, a vegan option. Like, if someone asks me to go somewhere and that's the vegan option on the menu, unless I, like, really, 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 really want to hang out with you, I'm probably not going to go. Yeah. All right. So, next up on the list, vegans are protein deficient. So, being as we're here with the protein deficient <laughs> vegan, uh, we've obviously got some opinions on this. Um, actual protein deficiency that makes you actually sick is super rare. Uh, it's not even a common vegan problem. There are some people who can run into it if they go into what we were just talking about and maybe make a switch to eating a bunch of rabbit food for some reason because they don't really... Or like a lot really of junk food. A lot of junk food too. Um, but I mean, you to be healthy, like the, the actual dietary minimum to not get sick is a very low protein percentage. So yeah, this is just like, not really a concern. Like 10% maybe? Yeah. It's, it's really low. I mean, people are hitting this without even trying. Yeah. If you eat anything, like, I mean, anything really, plants, even plants have protein to a certain degree. But, you know, if, if you're not, like, trying to lose a bunch of weight by just eating lettuce, this is probably not something you're going to run into. Yeah, or junk food, right? Yeah. But 
I mean, it is a little hard. Like, if you are trying to build muscle and trying to hit those protein targets, it can be a little more challenging, but it is definitely not unachievable by any means. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is, I mean, a pretty clear argument against this is there are plenty of vegan athletes and even bodybuilders. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there are a million ways to get vegan protein. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the things we specialize in with our recipes is how to do that. Go um, check them out. <laughs> go check them out for sure. But we, you know, there's just, there's just protein and, and so much stuff. This is not really a real thing. Next up, the myth that vegans can't get all their nutrients and they live on supplements. I've been hearing this a lot. Yeah. And, you know, a thing about a lot of these myths is there's a little bit of truth in some of them. Like the, the protein thing comes from the fact that there are some protein quality issues, but they don't really end up being relevant to just be healthy. Uh, the nutrients thing, there is one nutrient we can't really get, which is vitamin B12. Right. Mm. Yeah. But that's not naturally occurring in animal products either. Like yeah. it's more of a modern agriculture issue. Yeah. And, you know, we do have to take a supplement for that. As far as everything else. You or know, eat nooch. Or eat nooch. Yeah, I mean, that's fortified, a lot of fortified stuff. We do have to kind of be aware of it, though. So while we don't need to supplement things, there are some things that are, you know, a little less available on a vegan diet, but they're usually not to the point where you end up with any kind of actual deficiency, as long as you're eating a wide variety of foods um, on either a vegan diet or even like the standard American or omnivore type diet. If you eat the same couple of things over and over or you just eat junk food, you're going to run into vitamin nutrient type mm-hmm. deficiencies anyway. I mean, it's not like uh, people who eat animal products never have nutrient deficiencies. I mean, I know back before I was vegan, I ran into vitamin D issues. I even ran into B12 issues at some random points in my life. They weren't serious, but I was definitely on the low end on blood tests and things like that at random times. Yeah. So, yeah, a, a wide variety of uh, whole foods is the best way on any diet to get your uh, vitamins and nutrients that you need. You can't replace the taste of meat and dairy products. I mean, I guess that's not really a myth, but... I think people think it's a lot bigger deal than it actually is. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Like, it it doesn't... Meat and dairy doesn't really need to be replaced. Uh, It's just kind of another ingredient that you use. Yeah, I think definitely meat is like you can replicate that with like anything as long as you're seasoning well and you're marinating stuff well like i don't really think you miss that yeah dairy was a concern for me before i went vegan i was a little worried i was gonna miss it but there are a lot of great options out there now for like dairy substitutions if you want to use those and like also once you haven't eaten it for a while i I don't miss it any. I don't even think about it. Yeah. You think of meat as like the central part of the meal. But I mean, really, when you really think about it and you start eating things that don't have meat, you realize it was just kind of like the chewy textured part of the meal. And there are a lot of things that you can do that with. So I mean, like tofu, right? Seitan. Seitan's amazing. Right. Yeah. Seitan is... Kind of like fills that gap immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely if you feel the need to uh, like replace that part of your plate with something kind of similar, seitan is a great option. And there are a lot of like meat substitutes too that work really well. You know, there are a lot of different ingredients, thousands probably of different ingredients out there that have all their own flavors. Uh, Meat and dairy are really just a handful of ingredients. So you're not really going to miss those nearly as much as you think when you have all these other options to eat food. Maybe a little bit hard the first few months, maybe even the first year, but like you learn how to cook around it and 
you don't need it. And I would even argue a lot of that in the first few months is just oh, learning what to eat instead. Like you're just a habit kind of thing, really right. more than actually missing the taste. Like it breaks your brain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, if you really uh, like those things a lot and you want to maybe help the transition, there are a lot of great straight up substitutions. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, Beyond and Impossible for Meat and a million different vegan cheeses. You really, it's hard to even miss cheese with all the cheese options out yeah, there. Yeah, and they're actually good nowadays. Yeah. All right. Next up. Vegans are all weak and frail. This one is, uh, I mean, just obviously not true. (laughs) Again, going back to (laughs) vegan athletes, vegan bodybuilders, and these aren't like, you know, amateurs. There are professional athletes, professional bodybuilders, uh, professional strongmen even that are completely vegan. Uh, There's actually a website, greatveganathletes.com, where you can go to it and just look at lists of vegan athletes at the highest level in a bunch of different sports. And that was one of the things I got from, you know, the Game Changers movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, you know, argument about the the scientific details or whatever of the Game Changers movie. But for me, it was just the realization that people could be at the top of their sport and be vegan. For me, that was enough to just know, like, oh, well, that's possible. Why would I even need to bother with not being vegan? Do you know what I got from Game Changers? Oh, wow. All right. What did you get from Game Changers? <laughs> Apparently, vegan erections are way better. That's what I got. There was like a whole segment on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're looking for that kind of motivation, it's definitely worth a try. <laughs> Vegetables, the new Viagra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. That's. Pretty much uh, the Game Changers tagline, I think. I think that's going to be the vegan version of the gut milk campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, plant protein isn't complete and isn't as good as animal protein. Again, we come back to a little bit of truth and the kind of myth here because uh, this is technically true. A lot of plant proteins aren't what they would consider complete. And the quality uh, as far as the amino acid profile is a little less than animal proteins. But a lot of the time, uh, it doesn't actually end up mattering for practical purposes. You know why that is though, right? Why is that? Okay, so basically what (laughs) what I read is like, like needs like. So, like, basically, if you wanted the best protein, you'd be a cannibal, right? Oh, like, yeah. you'd eat human meat to get, like, a full, complete protein because humans are eating the full, complete protein. So, mm. their bodies are made up of the full, complete protein. And that's the same for, like, animals. Like, yeah. animals are eating all these vegetables or, like, grains, whatever, yeah. that make up complete proteins in their body. And that's what you would be eating if you were eating animals. Yeah. So you just need to eat better, and yeah. then you'll have complete proteins. Yeah, with non-animal products. Yeah, or you can be a cannibal. We need to see some studies on cannibalism protein efficiency for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, for one, all plant foods and really all foods that have protein actually have all twenty amino acids. So everything has all the amino acids. Complete protein really just means does it have a high enough percentage threshold of each of those amino acids to meet uh, basically a predetermined number. So um, there are a lot of things. For an example, seitan is not considered a complete protein, but it's only because it's lacking in one amino acid, which is lysine. So it's got everything else it needs. It just is a little uh, lacking on lysine. Lysine, though, comes in beans and tofu and lentils and all kinds of other stuff. So basically, if you eat soy and you also eat seitan, uh, you're going to get that lysine anyway. So it doesn't really matter that there's not the lysine in seitan. 
Right. So you don't have to get all the amino acids at once. You don't even have to necessarily combine those foods at the same time. It's just, you know, throughout the days and weeks, your body needs to have all, especially the essential amino acids available to it. And so eating, again, a variety of foods will get you this total big picture, complete protein profile, uh, even if the individual foods technically don't qualify as complete proteins. Yeah, you can think of it like an amino acid pool party in your body. They just all chill out until your body's ready to like take them all together. I like that. That's good. A pool yeah, party. A little yeah. pool party. Yeah. Uh, but if you are interested in like single source complete proteins on a vegan diet, soy and quinoa are on their own complete proteins. And buckwheat, although yeah. I've never used buckwheat, don't know Same. what to do with yeah, buckwheat. I, uh, I think I've had buckwheat pancakes. I actually. have too. Yeah, yeah. I think they had them at uh, home too sweets back when i was a vegetarian oh and also one more thing uh even if you only ate seitan and seitan was lacking in lysine you know on a percentage basis if you were in a caloric surplus and you just ate a whole lot of seitan you would still get a lot of lysine Uh, you just wouldn't get maybe as much as is optimal to build muscle if you were eating sources that also contained you know those amino acids that it's missing yeah and another thing you can do is EAAs, right? Isn't that like the whole point? Yeah. An EAA supplement has all the essential amino acids in there in a pretty high quantity. So you can, you know, if you're worried that maybe you're eating the same thing over and over, like if you do eat a bunch of seitan, you can take a supplement like that and you would know, okay, I'm getting some lysine from somewhere for sure. And it just helps your, you know, increase the diversity of your amino acid pool party. (laughs) And they come in fun flavors. Yeah. There are a lot of good flavors. I like all the sour ones. A lot of the EAAs come in like the sour watermelon, sour lemonade flavors. Yes. All right. Next myth, being vegan is hard. What, now, would you say being vegan is hard? In some ways, yes. Social, Socially, mm. yes. But I am pretty introverted, so I actually <laughs> find it to be kind of helpful. <laughs> yeah. The, the social stuff doesn't really bother me, but the convenience factor is, mm. I think, I would qualify that as hard. But actually... Uh, being vegan isn't really that bad. I mean, there's a lot of uh, snacks and stuff, even if you want that, we can eat here and get from the grocery store a lot of vegan stuff. But if you're just like, man, I don't have anything in the house. I don't really feel like cooking. Uh, trying to just go somewhere yeah. and get high quality vegan food is really difficult unless you're in the middle of a big city. Right. Like our natural gas went out last week and so we couldn't cook. And uh, yeah, pretty limited options. We yeah. just had to do what hummus and falafel that's pretty much all we had that was a vegan option near us yeah so yeah for for sure that part does suck yeah you know it takes a little bit of extra planning even in the best of circumstances to eat healthily but honestly even if you're not a vegan it takes extra planning to eat healthily right and i don't feel like that there's really much of a difference it's still the same kind of thing you cook your own food uh you try not to eat out very much and in our case we just don't have the option to eat out very much so that kind of makes it a little easier (laughs) yeah i mean if you were going to be a junk food vegan you could eat nothing but oreos and it would be just as convenient as being a junk food omnivore so yeah Trying to do it healthy is always going to take more time. Right. Plus, you know, there are a ton of vegan recipe sites out there. You know, vegansfitness.com yeah. is one of them. You should really go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, there, you know, out there, there are lots of easy, uh, delicious, even quick recipes that you can make yeah. even with vegan ingredients. I mean, I'm, it's just it's the same as cooking with non-vegan ingredients, really. Oh, for sure. Like, honestly, one of our go-tos is just that Alfredo with the tofu sauce. And that takes like 15 minutes and it is super healthy, 
super high on protein, really easy to make, and I think it tastes really great. Yeah, and it's definitely not any harder than making a non-vegan pasta. It's the same process. I think it's actually easier because you're blending tofu. No, that's true. Yeah. In a lot of ways, some of this stuff can be easier because you're like just blending shit where you'd normally be like making a roux or whatever. Okay, so next up is being vegan is expensive. Um, there, if you're eating whole foods, like, you know, we try to do to be healthy, uh, it is obviously a little more expensive than normal, like commodity food. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely more expensive than eating 2000 calories a day in Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But I think even if you're not vegan and you're trying to eat healthy whole foods, the prices are really similar. I haven't noticed anything that's really egregiously more expensive on the vegan side. Yeah. I mean, if you are really sticking to a lot of meat and dairy substitutes, it is going to get expensive. Like, oh, yeah. the, very expensive. The that's, meat replacements are very expensive. The dairy ones can be, too. Like, yeah. those specialty products. But, I mean, honestly, you got to learn how to cook. Yeah. Like, you need to learn how to cook and you need to not rely on those. And if you're not relying on those, it's not, any, in my opinion, any more expensive than an omnivore diet. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of big staples in like uh, oats, TVP, beans, and rice, and those things are all notoriously very low priced. Wheat gluten flour is Wheat pretty gluten cheap. Flour, yeah. You can make Satan yourself, Satan yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the plant milks are kind of the same price range as like the premium dairy milks. I mean, it's definitely not going to be as cheap as the, you know, store brand. And I think even on the non-dairy milks, you can make those yourself. Yeah. You know, without having a cow in your house. So <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. You can milk the almonds with your own hands. Get those little almond teats and milk them. <laughs> <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the last kind of thing you might hear, and it does kind of fall more towards the myth side, is people say... Either like I could never eat vegan food or I've never eaten vegan food before. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so you definitely have, right? So, uh, yeah. some popular ones peanut butter and jelly, sandwiches, baked potatoes, Oreos, every vegetable you've ever eaten. I mean, unless it's yeah. cooked in butter or something, right? Movie theater popcorn is usually vegan. I mean, like you are definitely eating vegan food all the time. All the time. And that's because. Vegan food is not special food. It's, <laughs> it's just, just food. the food that doesn't include the animal products like meat and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, to say you can never eat vegan food or you've never eaten vegan food, <laughs> you're just, you're, you're eating it all the time, even if you don't really think about it like that. Yeah, this one's always been extra funny to me because you get this a lot. Like, I could never eat vegan. And yeah. it's like, you probably ate vegan yesterday. Yeah. The only special food we have is really like soy stuff, like tofu. And I'm not even really sure why that is associated with vegan specifically, because uh, anybody could eat tofu or soy or anything. Yeah. And not even could they, they should, because yeah. like, honestly, the macros are amazing. Right, and and it's everyone should be using that. Silken tofu? I mean, there are so many things. If I would have known like how good silken yeah. tofu was for things. Or TVP. Like, or TVP. You could just put it in so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's not really a food like that uh, that's not those things. So I'm not really sure how soy got pigeonholed into being a vegan and vegetarian thing instead yeah. of just another protein option for everybody. Right. Like another protein tool. Yeah. Yeah. I think omnivores need to pick up on tofu and TVP because they are missing out. Like it is 
pretty handy in the kitchen. For sure. All right. So we hope that helps you kind of have some conversations about veganism or maybe even think through some hesitations you were having or, you know, just generally any questions you might have. All right. So we've got a couple of recipes coming out. So we're going to talk about those a little bit. The first one we made that's really good and you can see it on the website is the strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. It's a strawberry chocolate cheesecake. Yeah. Everything's better with chocolate, right? It'd be really good for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, maybe you should make it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was uh, really super good. And it has actual chunks of whole strawberry in there. It's not just like some weird strawberry flavoring or anything. So it's got the you know streaks you can see. It looks really pretty and red. And <laughs> obviously it tastes awesome. Yeah, and it's got a chocolate TVP crust. And the filling is made out of silken tofu. Yeah. Also, the, did we mention, chocolate strawberry cheesecake is 32% protein. So right. These uh, cheesecakes are getting better every time. <laughs> I don't really understand how you keep doing it, but um, I'm really happy. <laughs> All right. Next up, we made a nice fajita bowl. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So we used seasoned TVP is like the rice that you put it on, you know, for extra protein, and then black beans, and then some like sauteed green peppers, mushrooms, onions. And like a little sprinkling of vegan cheese. And I thought it turned out really well. Uh, yeah. Now I'm hungry. Thank you for that. I yeah. It. it was really easy to make too. Like super, super quick. Yeah. That was really good. You could probably meal prep something like that. Uh, oh yeah. For sure. You, know, you can put another one, obviously with fajita bowls, you can do whatever you can eat it with chips, put it in a burrito, put it in a taco, eat it just straight mm. out of the bowl. Yeah. You uh, could put it in on your calories for the day. You could put it in a tortilla. It'd be pretty good in a tortilla. Yeah. And then the last one we had were some banana nut. TVP muffins. Dude, we just made those this morning and I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, I think they're probably the best. Uh, you know, we've got a couple of these TVP muffins so far. I think this is the best form of that so far. The banana is really good flavor in these. Yeah, it's a really good, strong flavor. Yeah. Can't even tell there's TVP. Kind of tastes like oatmeal. Yeah. Or like my friend said it was like kind of feels like um, a muffin meets like one of those oatmeal no-bake cookies. And I think that's a, a pretty good description. Yeah. And, you know, they're not necessarily high protein. I think they're like 18% or something. But yeah. they have a decent amount of protein, and it doesn't, like, compromise on the flavor or anything like adding some protein powder would. So, I mean, uh, best of both worlds, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So that's what we have on the recipe front. And I think that is it for this week. Next week, we'll be back with another topic to carry you through Veganuary. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, reach out to us on the website. You can leave comments, reach out to us on social media, or you can just email podcast at vgainsfitness.com, and you can find all that information in the show notes. So uh, I think that's it, and I hope everybody has a good week. Do you want to say bye? Bye. Bye, everybody.